This week on the Push All Those Podcast, fat loss, birthdays, and my own stupidity. Alright, three, two, one. You finished those books, mate. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Four Legs podcast with myself, Damik. And me, Tom Hope. What's going on? I have actually. There is, just, I'll tell you, what, I'll go through it, shall I? I'll, I'll tell you how many of them I've read. I've got one in my You've hand got... that I've read that I'm reading again because it's that good. Over hungry, hungry cat of her. <laughs> read it. Hungry caterpillar is there. <laughs> right. Hang on. No, because I, cause, you know, because you call me out on this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to respond. <laughs> so, story driven. That's one book I've read. Story time with daddy. Good. Another yeah. book I've read. Sacred Hoops. That's a good Phil Jackson. Start with Why. Read that. Permission Marketing. Read that. The, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Read that. The ones I haven't read. I've read The War of Art as well. That's a good one. Stephen Pressfield. The ones I haven't read are The Millionaire Fast Lane. should probably read that one. Read that. <laughs> Hooked. Um, How to Have Impossible Conversations. Are there any ones I haven't read out of all them? So take it back. It's pretty good, mate. It's pretty good. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not one of these people. Like, I do think I do like books like, that are useful, but if it doesn't grab me in the first two like chapters, I'm done with it. I, I don't care. I'm reading it, which is why some of those haven't been read. But there's only, there's only what? like 13 14 there like i'm not a hoarder of them like i hate those people who buy all those books and never read them it's like what's the fucking point i i won't buy any more until i've got through those um but i just signed up for something um copyright newsletter and with that i got a free book but the free book was oversubscribed so i messaged the guy and i was like i've already got it and he was like okay i'll just send you something else that i think would be useful so hopefully i get a new new good book out of it nice but that's very very good if i if you are a personal trainer I would read oversubscribed or you're a self-employed business owner reads oversubscribed because it breaks down the fundamental principles behind buying behavior and all that sort of stuff. Why people buy stuff and, and kind of why businesses that are in demand are in demand and why being in demand keeps them in demand, etc. Um, yeah. <laughs> you said, there you go. You said yeah, demand see? so many times. You have to think about that, didn't you, Tom? You have to think about that. But no, it's a, it's a, it's a good book. It's very I mean, fair play to you. I'm not. I'm not a book person at all. Not gonna lie. No, you don't care, Tom. Um, you just you just watch Star Wars, so it's different. <laughs> but, um, but no, I think I think it's one of those. I think it is important, but at the same time, I know people who read books and don't apply any of it either. So it's like the, there are some that you just have to have to to read. Like I read Indistractable, which is a very good book by a guy called Nia Eyal. And it basically goes into, again, how to control your attention and all this sort of stuff, why we get so distracted by things about um, phones and computers and why they're designed the way they are, why Facebook, Instagram and notifications, why it's designed the way it is to lead you to be hooked on it. Because he wrote a previous book, which was called Hooked, which I haven't actually read yet because I, I did them backwards. But the first book, Hooked, is about how these like Facebook, Instagram, all this sort of stuff and iPhones and Apple build in these features that create you they create you, they make you hooked. They create all these un- unhealthy habits around those sorts of things. And then indistractable is almost like the how to get around it kind of thing. Um, really useful information in it, but it's, it's also very hard to apply because he basically says, you know, you need to basically 
time block your whole schedule working blocks of time you don't let anything else get in the way of it you know basically you, you you get distracted because you don't have a set goal for your set time period so rather than saying right for the next four hours i'm going to work it's like you break down within those what what work you're going to do and then what yeah. 10 minute breaks you're going to have noise which is all well and good but when you work from home with a kid around the house and two dogs it's like um, like it doesn't work you know but um but no it's it's good it's good nonetheless like I, I found it easy to read and i found it enjoyable um what else have i got up here sacred hoops by phil jackson love phil jackson if you'd like if you like and you appreciate the bulls dynasty and his management leadership style read that um what else is there up there that i said i'd read start with why by simon sinek that's a very very good book you should read that tom you'll like yeah. that yeah it's basically about like um it's about leadership stuff, but it's also about how like all the best people and best companies have a why, like they have a reason why they exist. That goes beyond, you know, like, like Apple, that like, goes beyond selling a computer. It's more about being innovative in design. Right. And it's like, that's yeah. the why they create things and why they do things. The same with PTs and stuff. You should have a reason you want to be a PT other than just make people fit and healthy. It's like, yeah, but why? Like what's the, the reasoning behind it? You know? Um, but yeah, so quite good. But the, I think the other stuff's just basically like copywriting stuff or writing or marketing, which is a bit boring, isn't it? But useful stuff to know. But yeah, you go. This is the most um, boring, uh, the most boring intro to a podcast we've ever had. <laughs> Get rambling. I mean, what what do the people say? Like, go straight into the meat and potatoes. That's what you should do on the podcast, right? Go straight into your topics, we hot topics did, we? within the first seven minutes. You men are like, Get them, just bam, go. Yeah, I we never do that. Once. You just ramble. We never you? do that. <laughs> yeah, for it. Exactly. But, what's um, meant to be happening? Yeah, we're a day yeah, late. We're a day late uh, this week. Apologies. Your fault again. Always Tom's fault, by the way. Anyone, anyone, <laughs> anyone ever wants to know? Right? I'm always sat at my computer half past seven on a Tuesday, ready to do it, and it's always Tom that texts me. I can't do it. Great. All right, mate. Well, when do you want to do it then? Tomorrow? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Unbelievable. This isn't my fault this month. Um, Whose fault is it then? I I am not in charge of my own diary this month. Well, I am like within my work hours, I'm in charge of my own diary, but outside work hours, I'm not. So Why? it's been it's quite been quite strange. So my girlfriend has been doing a whole birthday month kind of thing. Oh where... fuck off, birthday month, <laughs> mate! It it shouldn't even be a day. I don't get birthdays. <laughs> I don't get it, mate. So once you pass the age of eighteen, what what is the big deal? I don't get apparently, it. Apparently, apparently, like my family is quite big on birthdays. Obviously, I'm in the inside of my family, so I don't think it's any big deal. But normally, like we'll go away if it's like a big one, like a thirty or twenty-five or thirty-five. Like we'll go away for like a few days, maybe. Or that, hang do, on a minute. Hang on a minute. Twenty-five is not a big birthday. Twenty-five. That's ridiculous. Right, geez, Sorry, it's a right nice round number. Um, nah, so thirty. Not. Say say. So like my so we'll give an instance. So, so my oldest sister turned thirty a few years ago. She so what would we rented like a canal boat for a whole day. We got kind of drunk and went around on some canals, um, and then we went for a meal, like a surprise meal. She, by the way, this is all surprise. This is normally what happens. So they don't know a thing. So big canal boat with about eight of us. Then like we had a big meal, family meal. Then we basically kidnapped her and took her to Copenhagen for about four days. So we went to Denmark for four days and then we came back and we did like a, uh, a big family barbecue around my parents' house. So that lasted about five days. That was her 30th. And my other sister's 30th, we did, I think we, we came up to London first. So I organized like a private wine tasting. That was cool. Did that, went out. And then the next day, like I think maybe we did something back home and then we basically kidnapped her and took her to, I'm going to go to the New Forest. Can we oh, stop saying way. kidnap because she's just sister. Kidnap, family. Took, it took, took, 
but we rented like a big Airbnb down there. And we did that. It's cool. It's nice to celebrate things. I think I think I sit in the camp of like it's an excuse. We always have an excuse yeah. to meet up. Oh, it's yeah, an I get excuse that. to do excuse. something nice, and it's like all right. Yeah, otherwise, so how do you we... feel then? Because all you're getting is a Zoom a Zoom call. Fucking Zoom call, isn't it? Why can't I can't Yeah, you're getting you're getting um... five days with a Zoom call, mate. <laughs> So we've been doing like little things like maybe going out to Top Golf or going to like swingers. That's a that's a mini putt thing. What? Um, <laughs> first one was swinging. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's like adventure golf, that kind of crazy golf thing. Um, yeah. We went to Alcatraz, which was really cool. Um, that was like so you go in, you're like a cop, like uh, I think I explained this. Did I explained this every week. No. No. It's, there's a there's a couple of bars called Alcatraz in uh, in London, and you it's BYO. So you have to bring your own uh, booze. Good bar then. No, um, but it's like immersive theatre. So you stand out, and you're you're the people. You have to get dressed up in the in the prisoner costumes, like the, the orange and stuff. And then the people there are like wardens and police officers, but they're obviously pretending they're from the states. And you go in, and you have to smuggle your contraband which is obviously your alcohol, into the place. Um, and then there's a police officer on the inside that won't is nice to you and takes the contraband and goes and makes cocktails with your stuff. So they've got a good like a barman who makes cocktails and stuff with the stuff that you bring. But it's all like immersive theatre all at the same time. It's good. It's lovely. Um, yeah, so we've been doing all that kind of stuff. But yeah, so it does mean that I don't know what really is going on. It's been great and eye-opening at the same time. Lover, lover for it. But I don't. I didn't realize how much I don't like relinquishing control of my own diary, and like, especially timings for things. I'm not good with being late for things. Mm. I'm not. Yeah, on tardy, like general tardiness, and like planning. Like, so I think in my normal life, since I've been able to drive or blah blah blah, whatever, I'm usually the person who has to map out journeys as well. I'm sure you have this with Laura. I know Laura incredibly well and doesn't seem like a person who's in a map out of journey very well. No. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> be like, oh, it takes this long to get there. Does it? Does it really? Does that give us enough buffer just in case you want to stop for a pee or this or that or something might just go wrong? Um, yeah. Like, I get you, you guys that like once maybe a journey might have taken half an hour, but usually it takes 45 minutes you guys are the most optimistic people in the world that you keep on going for that half an hour that it once yeah. took that, but the other hundred, it took 45. I'm going to swing yeah. for the fences and go. Someone 45. did it at like 2am. Do you know what I mean? When people say, oh, yeah. when people say, oh I drove to the airport and he only took me an hour and a half. I was like, yeah, I bet it did at three o'clock in the morning. Like <laughs> ridiculous. Um, but yeah, we were supposed to, um, cause Chloe reached out. We were supposed to come visit in, in London, but we just couldn't logistically do it because of, kids and dogs and kids whatever. and covid and dogs i think i think it's i don't think it's the kids i think it's the dogs i think you would have been okay with isabel coming i think it's the dogs that made you suck yeah maybe i think so but it seems it was just a bit of a like we were thought oh, if we drive and then we were like oh we're like where are we gonna park and then we're like if we get the train it's just all that shit and again it was that whole thing of like oh so yeah we really wanted to do it but we were just and then trying to find a babysitter for the dogs it wasn't even just like a kid's babysitter you know it's just uh, oh, so it's all right mate I'll, I'll make sure you don't turn into a hermit it's okay oh we'll yeah well i don't have any friends anyway mate you're you and mike <laughs> are literally my only friends so you know it's and he's and, gone to the bar your, he's fucked off clients, so. So. yeah so it's, it's just um, a bit uh yeah it's fine mate. so i think that that all leads to i am turning by the time well when you listen to this 
on the day this comes out. Toby 30, yeah. Um, See, now it's funny because my family and me, we don't do birthdays at all. Like, I'll like, after the age of, uh, certainly after the age of like 21, we just like, and, me, and like, all I do is I ring up my brother. I'm like, do you want anything? Yeah, I'll have that. I'll send it to him. I won't even send him a card. I'll just buy him a present and go, there you go. There's that. <laughs> like, I don't get it. I just don't understand. Like, I don't, I, I've never understood cards. I don't understand them. Oh, I don't I'm really like, understand cards. I've I don't get it. it. Yeah. I'm like, every year, all I do is chuck cards away. Like, who keeps a card? No one. Ridiculous. Um, so I don't get cards. And then with presents, I just find the whole thing a bit, unless it's something I really want, don't, don't get it for me. Like, I, I, it's just not going to be what I want. It's just not going to be what I want. I, and I think it's, I understand it. And it's nice. And maybe I'm a bit of a Scrooge about it, but I don't, it's not just Christmas, it's birthdays as well. But like, yeah, I just think, I just, if I want something, I buy it myself. Like, I just don't, I don't know. I think when you're younger, the whole thing about it is you have something you really want and you're like, oh, I really want that. And like, your family get it for you and it's a really nice thing to do. But once you get into a full-time job, I just feel it's a bit like, okay, like, well, if I want that candle, I go and buy it. Why have you bought me a candle? Like, I don't, <laughs> do you know? Like, not that Who's buying candles, you candles? Just as an example, like what friends might give friends, you know, like, I don't know. Wow. Yeah, I just find basically it, yeah. what friends might. Be, I've never bought you a candle, so I can only assume that Mike has once yeah, bought Mike's you a candle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, no, but like, I suppose anytime you've got me something, it's been like cereal or something like that. So it's like, well, yeah, oh, yeah like that's it's... that's like that's that's makes sense. Like that's fine. Food's fine. Welcome. <laughs> Food is welcomed. Um, but yeah, I just I just find it a bit. I think I think one year, I think my family got me like got us maybe some like plates or something. I was like, I. I I'd buy my own plates. Like I don't like it's great and all, but yeah, maybe I'm just maybe I'm just really ungrateful. Maybe, <laughs> but I mean, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think our family, like my dad, used to just give us money for for birthdays and Christmas and go buy what you want. So I think it, you just fall into that trap of like, oh, it's just I just rather yeah. be with family. I'd rather be with them. I don't care what presents oh, are. Correct. I don't care about that. Yeah, I just want to be with them. I, I'd especially now more than ever. Well. But but yeah. I think it's I think it's from my mum and like she used to go all out on like birthdays so we'd always have like a birthday doing a football party or a pool party yeah or like a, a bouncy castle and like all this kind of stuff even like on halloween or we'd always we'd always have an event every mm. without fail like every single birthday um so i'm assuming it probably comes from that and then we uh unfortunately carry on the tradition because chloe's like the same as you like she likes other people's birthdays. She likes celebrating them, but like her own, her family, like own birthdays is the same. Like doesn't really care for it. It's just like, oh, great, you're year. Um, but yeah, it's weird, isn't it? I think it differs from family to family. So yeah, you know, it it, it does hundred um, percent. We all have our own just... things, Daniel. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and I and like I said, I, I'm I'm. It's probably I probably like I said, it's just from what you you brought up with. I think more than anything, but um. Right. It does sound like, like, it sounds like a great way to, like you say, as an excuse. I think I like that as a thing, as, yeah. like, as an excuse to do that. An, an excuse, excuse to go, to go out. out. Otherwise, it's just like, oh, we're just getting pissed. Like, no, nah, no, nah, it's almost my birthday. That's mm. why we're going out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but obviously COVID. Um, as we were speaking, France are now going into a full second lockdown as of Friday. Good luck, France. Um, yeah. Just don't I mean, look, from, from what we've seen, the numbers and stuff we're normally a couple of weeks behind so we might be entering bunker cast territory again oh, can't do it again i can't do it again like <laughs> I, I nearly wrote a post about this on instagram oh, I, I just almost couldn't... thought you were about to say i nearly wrote a poem <laughs> 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 um yeah like I, I, poem, I would always 
I would, I would always class myself as someone who's very <laughs> much like, I suppose, like, you know, law abiding, you know, always thinks the government have always got everyone's best interest at heart. They know what they're doing, all this sort of stuff. And always felt like, you know, you've got someone as in like the government or whatever to, to rely on in times of need and stuff like that. And I've never felt in my life ever like this, but I just, I feel like not alone. That's the wrong word, but like, you're in charge now. Like, I just don't think you can trust them or rely on them to give you anything that you need in accurate information, any, any sort of support. I just don't, I think the whole thing's fucked. I think that, that I think the country's going to revolt at some point. I think some you only have to see what happened at Liverpool, Manchester, I believe there's protests this weekend and stuff like that. I just think it's been so poorly handled by government. It was so out of touch. I, I just find the whole situation baffling. I think it's, it's da- dangerous territory where, like I said, I, I, I consider myself someone who, who's always like, they've got your best interest at heart, like do what they say is the best thing to do. And I'm finding myself questioning it. I'm finding myself being like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, what's going on? Like, who do we trust? Who do we listen to? So if I'm feeling that, and I've always been that all the way on that side of the equation, there'll be people who are in that middle bit of the equation anyway, they're going to be just like, revolting they're just going to go this is stupid and i'm not saying we shouldn't protect people but i do think that the data seems to suggest that if you're old and you have a pre-existing health condition or you have pre-existing health condition stay the fuck away from people other than that you can probably go about your daily life with a mask on still maintaining social distancing you don't need to lock london down just tell all the old people and people who've got pre-existing medical conditions to stay inside like my dad i just can't see my dad this christmas i've just accepted that that's fine but i don't need the government to tell me that my dad is smart enough and i'm smart enough to go that's not a good idea like oh yeah but i, you, I mean the analogy mate remember the average person I know the average person, but all it takes is the government (laughs) to turn around and go, if you've got a medical condition, stay in home. We'll pay for everything you need. If you're over the age of 65, stay where you are. Don't see anyone. We'll pay for everything you need. Like all the health workers in care centers, you're the ones that are tested every single week. Mm. I don't need to have a COVID test. I probably don't need one. I'm not going to visit anyone who's going to be ill. Like I'll stay away. Do you know, I just think it's this, the whole way they're going about it just seems fucking clueless. And I, I'm not, I don't know the answers to everything, but, doing enough reading about it and how they fucked up what they've done so far. I can't help but think the whole first lockdown was for nothing. Like, what was the point of that? Second one, what's the difference? How is it going to be any different? Like, ah, just... Exactly the same, mate. It is going to be exactly the same. It's going to be mimicking. Just sad, but... It's just something apparently the we're going to have to deal with. fucking stay open this time. <laughs> it does look like... I don't know. I don't know. If we... Obviously, if it's a total lockdown, then they close, right? But they're open... It is up to your constituency now. Well, I think in a tier council. three, in a, in a tier three, yeah, it's basically full lockdown, isn't it? That's basically tier three, from what I understand. No, 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 it's not. Is it not? I thought it was like, oh, no, like no, no. but again, even in a full lockdown, I think they're going to still be like, yeah, work from home. Well, most people tier, from home anyway. tier three, like, so it's dependent on council as well, is, is what they, oh. is the thing. See, so I tier, don't even know. That's my point. I don't even like, who, no. oh, I just. So now gyms can be, op- can be open in tier three and, uh, Pubs and stuff can be open only if they serve substantial food and they can only serve alcoholic beverages to the outside. They cannot serve them inside unless you are having a meal. Um, so that kind of thing. And then it'll be okay. But have you seen the Welsh thing? Oh, bonkers with the uh, essential items. Oh, absolute rubbish. <laughs> I don't, don't get, get that at all. I, I kind of get 
that they wanted to stop, um, like say, oh, Toys R Us has to close because they're not essential. So therefore Tesco, who sell all the toys as well as all this stuff, can probably, maybe you don't sell toys because it's probably not fair on that business. Get that. But toothpaste, tampons, what period stuff? I mean, clothes Mate. for babies. And but like, I just don't understand how someone working there hasn't turned around and gone, um, just, do you want me to do this aisle? Are you sure? Like, <laughs> yeah. you, you, this yeah. one? This one? I need, really? I need some of this stuff. Like, <laughs> I like, just find it back. Hang on a minute. Like, I'm pretty sure. within. I'm no scientist, but within the two to three week period that is a total lockdown of that area that they're not allowed to move around, they need to go to the shop pretty sure some ladies then have their period someone might you never know (laughs) and not everybody had the foresight to stock up um on as many tampons me and dan didn't so we would have been caught out that was bonkers and absolutely bonkers um yeah i didn't really get that don't really get but that was also that my argument was like all right so those were seen as non-essential but your chocolate hobnobs crack on absolutely fine (laughs) Love a chocolate hobnob, but in my eyes, that's a non-essential item. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's like all right. Yeah. I just think with I just think with a vaccine supposedly so close. It's not. Me. I just don't understand so, it. It's not so close, is it? Is it? I'm not well, being at the front. Of, I'm I'm not going to be at the front of that queue. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, no, we're I'm not. No, of course we're yeah. no, and we I mean, wouldn't. No, like, uh, we wouldn't. But. Both vice. I number one, I'm not going to be at the front of it, and I don't want yeah. to be at the front. Of it. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. I've, I've seen. I am legend. Don't you want to take that? <laughs> yeah, I think. I don't want to take um, it. Yeah. Um, but no, like it's funny though, because like my my dad's going to have to have it. Like if he wants to live a normal life, yeah, he's going to yeah. have to have it and stuff like that. But I think um, I looked into it the other day, and basically, it's. There's, there's, it's 75% identical to a lot of other vaccines for like flus and the flu jabs yeah. and all this sort of stuff. So they're basically saying that there's no way anything can crazy go wrong with it because it's like it's a known thing that we have loads of replicas of. It's just changing a certain like I think it's a certain strand of protein in it that they need to change. It's not as if they're having to create a brand new vaccine like with yeah, the, like in that film. Like, I'm really just like, thinking oh, like they've got like chemicals and they're just mixing like some monkey like saliva yeah. going. Yeah, just like growing a tail or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what's happening in my mind. Don't squash yeah. that for me. <laughs> but again, it's but like we have to take. Es- it'd be like having to take essence of a bat. And like, oh, we've yeah. got a scrape of a bit of that in yeah. there. Or maybe it's like... Um, bit of five spice for China. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in, be fine. Yeah, why not? Oh, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I'm not... I'm, I mean, again, I'm in no way anti-vax. I'm not an anti-vax anything. Like, oh, I'm no, not, definitely not. I believe I'm all, in... I'm all right. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Crack on with the I'm vaccines. like, give it to somebody who needs it. Give it to somebody who needs yeah, it. Yeah. I, I'm if all there's good. a I'm limited lucky, amount, guess what? Yeah. Us almost 30-year-olds, probably not. 30 year old white males we don't need it <laughs> you know what I mean like white privilege we probably ain't gonna get it anyway uh, yeah, it's just, um, anyway no. it's just it's just baffling I just find it odd like again based on the stats it's just like, like give it to those people who need it most like that's the reality of it like just find it baffling anyway fucking hell you know what was it they said get to meet and bones seven minutes in I think that was 27 minutes <laughs> we just rambled shit like I think people listening to this now know it's not really a fitness podcast anymore it's just me and you chatting shit isn't it I mean yeah we might as well invite some guests on to talk about fitness but um, I guess we should talk about fitness slightly what do you want to talk about yeah. fat loss fat loss people would like that I've seen it again recently 
<laughs> this whole you see oh, yeah, fat loss again. Loss. I should hope so. I should hope yeah, so. That loss, is yeah. your that is your job for fat loss. No. For fat loss, do hi- yeah, should do do higher rep workouts. Fat loss workouts. Yeah, this, higher is, what, rep. this is what we're gonna talk about. What? Uh, where's this come from? Like, I, I swear to God, I don't understand why people think that's the case. I don't understand it. I, I so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, so Dan's gonna squash all the ideas. Okay, so the myths or the the things that people would have said to me, and for fat loss workouts. So I need to do more than fifteen or twenty reps to equal fat loss. What does that actually do? It doesn't do anything other than just train your body exactly the same way you do with lighter reps, with le- with less reps. Sorry, you just have to use a light, slightly lighter weight. Like it's muscular endurance, uh, technically, as the PT handbook tells you. But the other one alongside that is always, oh yeah, shorter rest periods. Why? What? Why is that a thing? I d- what? Why? What? I just get baffled by it. It came up the other day in conversation. Me and Mike were talking about. It. I was like, is that still a thing? And they're like, yeah, it's still a thing. That's all over Instagram. Like, you know, it's it's still le- legit. Like when people go into a fat loss phase, they think they need to up. All right, yeah, okay. Um, what else? They need to increase. They have to do aerobic exercise. That's good for fat loss. Yeah. No, again, it's not. <laughs> you can eat kebabs all day every day and still go for a run, and you still wouldn't lose any weight. And it's this whole concept of fat loss workouts. It's not the workout that's doing anything for fat loss. Anything. All right. How about how about the amount of calories I can burn whilst I do this really cool fat loss workout? Again, I need to do. I need to burn six hundred calories. <laughs> yeah, I think mean, we we always use like you're missing the forest for the trees. If you're training for fat loss, that's the last thing you're going to do. I was like, you don't have the goal of for fat loss. You don't get a PT for the goal of fat loss. You do the nutrition side for the aim of yeah. fat loss. I was like, that is that is the, you don't train for fat loss. It's like you train in the kitchen for fat loss. Trust us. Um, it's the the reason why you train is just like foundational strength. Yeah, retaining Maybe muscle tissue, building muscle training. tissue. So it doesn't look like it. a sack of shit when that all that comes off. Um, yeah, when you get there, that's it. Like for functionality, to be be able to kind of move as a human being, to go up and down stairs, to run after your kid to play recreational football, to enjoy probably your life and not be a, like a sack of potatoes when you're doing this stuff. Um, that's probably the main reason why that, I mean, health reasons why the general population train and they want to do fat loss. So yeah, fat loss workouts aren't always the same. If, if they're, it's probably they're just advertised wrong as well. It's like, fair enough. If you want to do burpees for days and you really want to get good at jumping up and down off the floor whilst you face plant it, that's your thing. Crack on, um, and but that's not, it's a, still fat not loss a fat workout. loss workout, though. It's still not a fat <laughs> no, loss workout, though. That's the, it's that's still the thing, not. Isn't it? I do. I just that's the thing that baffles me is that any again it, it tells me everything I need to know about a PT if I see the advertise that it tells me everything I need to know. It tells me like straight away. You don't actually know what you're doing. I and like, like trans- enough, I, I, I like get the transformation whole like, coach. I like trans transformer, yeah. transformation coach or transformation PT or all that kind of stuff. I'm like yeah. <laughs> I think it'd be wrong. Like I know there's an element to it where it's like we always talk about speaking the language of your clients, right? And I and Correct. I, and I yeah. get that. And I get that if you if you're labeling a class as like fat loss workout, whatever, I understand you're trying to speak their language, or you might say you know tone up classes again, speak their language. If it's a mainstream gym like that, blah, blah blah, I think again that's why people may be saying it or may use it. But I still think as a trainer, it's your duty to not lie to your clients. 
there's a difference between saying someone's toning up, which technically is like, well, actually, you're just building muscle and we're losing body fat. Use the word tone. It's not necessarily a lie to say that because deep down I know they're just strength training and they're going to lose body fat. But to actually call something a fat loss workout isn't actually true. Like it's not like you don't lose fat from doing the workout. Like literally in the session, you don't lose body fat. You, don't, you may not even be using fat as a, as a fuel source. So you can't say you're losing body fat. That would happen alongside calorie restriction throughout the week and all that sort of jazz, right? Um, that's what just, and I'm talking about cardio and classes here. Like I think you can just about get away with it. Just about if you're doing a little bit of a class and you call it a fat loss hit workout, whatever. I'm, it annoys me, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm literally talking about if you're doing weight training so that when they go into a fat loss phase, they do the same movements, they do squats and stuff. Instead of doing like three sets of eight, do four sets of 20 now, four sets, four sets of 20 because fat loss has got to ramp it up. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Why? Like, yeah. And then take 30 seconds rest. Well, why? Why, why was that, how is that going to help you in any way that doing three sets of eight with three minutes rest isn't? What's the, how is it going to help in any way, shape or form? Because the calories you burn aren't that much higher, for one. And two, you're not actually going to help retain muscle tissue. You might as well use the heavier weight for, for low reps. That's what baffles me more so. Like, the classes and everything, that's another, another podcast for another day because that can go on for hours. <laughs> but it is, I'm just literally about the weight training. There is a thing like, in there, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'll, like, I'll see, like, as soon mine as someone like, goes into a fat loss phase, almost like, it's like cookie. No, no, I'm saying mine aren't cookie cutter, but they're almost cookie cutter in the fact that, like, I'm never hitting those reps depending on what the person dieting is. It's like I'm still no, like, training I, I don't, similar things. Whenever I go to take someone through a fat loss phase or muscle gain phase, I don't think I must change their training plan now. Yeah, it's yeah. just like, well, no, it's still a training plan. <laughs> like, yeah, in a muscle gain phase, you might do, a, if anything, a bit more volume. Actually, if anything, you're on fat loss, you might do actually a little bit less in terms of sets. Not reps, they wouldn't change. Your sets yeah. may. You may do one less set because it's harder to recover from in fat loss phase. I just, I don't get it. I, in a fat loss phase, your training volume should actually, if anything, reduce, if anything, because your recovery capabilities are less and you need to focus on hitting those big numbers and hitting the strength numbers so that you retain muscle tissue. Yeah, and like, you probably, and because you need to recover quicker, you've got to maintain the fact that you probably haven't got as like, high TDE, like, or you're kind of walking around. You're not doing as much like, throughout exactly. the day, are you? Because you don't need that junk volume that's happening. That's not retaining the muscle tissue. We know that the higher loads, and I mean, it's preconceived a lot, right? So I think a lot of people, yeah, they're really responsive to those eight to 12 reps, that kind of thing. So from training quite a few people, people seem to be a lot more responsive in terms of building muscle tissue and retaining it from my perspective, from doing kind of the three to six rep ranges most of the time. And obviously I know that from actually there's a percentage of like load and stress that you can put on a muscle um, and to retain tissue and actually it has that kind of metabolic and muscle damage effect i was like that seems to be the big like kind of bit where it sits rather than these 8 to 12 magic um it's weird isn't it i don't know why that that's always been the case and don't get me wrong obviously on pt school they'll teach you 8 to 12 even i have to say it um quickly we we say it's a lot differently in the, the course that you have to do afterwards but yeah it's, it's a strange one isn't it it's just like you yeah. need to type in fat loss workouts on instagram and it's just frightening <laughs> it's frightening there's someone here doing a cossack squat only their their foot that they're putting the weight on is on a bosu ball and they're putting out a dumbbell in front of them as they do it i'm not joking like this is just look at it look at this look at this yeah, Fat loss good, workout, mate. Little... Squatting on a BOSU <laughs> ball with one tiny dumbbell, five kilos, pressing overhead. 
It's just there like a wash. So Instagram I, is a wash I, with it. So just, just to reaffirm this, and Dan, you can tell me if this is correct or not. So I just typed into Google, what reps are good for fat loss? So it says, high reps. <laughs> 12 or more reps per set. Build muscular endurance, but don't build strength. It's Google that's fucking everyone up. Sets in, sets in the 3 to 10 rep range work best for keeping the muscle you already have. Then HIIT training helps strip away the yeah, fat. Yeah, because you wouldn't want to keep on... the muscle you want during no, no, the fat no, 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 phase, no, no. would you? What does that say? Then... <laughs> Hit training, hit training helps strip away the fat tissue on top of those muscles. God. Is it? Is it down? I've been going wrong. No, no. <laughs> I didn't know they did that. Um, Stupid. It's crazy, isn't it? That's that's a. It's just, the thing is, it's crazy because it's just like people go on Google and find that, and then it's there. Yeah, it's exactly. Just... Then it's just there, isn't it? But yeah, but then they come find us, and they realise after they're plateauing that they aren't getting anywhere. But anyway, um, we will start to wrap up on um, one story. The not story, uh, uh, just to prove that I am as stupid as I look. Um, so Dan can react to this and just call me a moron more than else. So obviously this Can't week I'm, I'm on holiday, right? So I'm on holiday. I'm, I'm on holiday. I've been in the office most of the time. Um, I'm on holiday from third space. So I'm not training any clients. Um, so I'm using it my holiday because I have to, otherwise I lose it by the end of the year. And obviously I've been to lots of sunny places this year. Nope. Wait, I Yay. just have to use it because uh, I'm not allowed to out. Uh, and obviously people have realized, oh shit, you've got so much holiday left. We might as well fucking take it. Otherwise the business to go under. So I'm on holiday. Anyway, been to the office a couple of times, went there and I was like, oh, I should really train this week because I'm not going to go in. So I went in for my one training session yesterday. Okay. So pretty standard. I was doing like two pushes, two pulls, two legs. I was like, that's all I'm going to do. It's going to be 45 minutes an hour. Crack on. So um, went in there. Pretty good. Did a little warm up and then went over to incline press, two dumbbells. I was using 34s, strong lad, and I strong lad. 30 degree incline though. Got none of that 45 degree stuff. That's that's bonkers. Um 30 degree incline, boom. Notice it was quite like I was sweating a little bit more than um usual. Um I don't know why. So I think I think the aircon was off. So I was sweating. So I was a little like, oh, I had a, a nice little sweat towel on the side, absolutely fine. Um, and then, so I was benching my 34s, boom, going for it. And then I felt a trickle of sweat uh, go, obviously, in, like, go near my eye. And it was just un- in- uncomfortable, right? So I was like, it's got in my eye. I was like, I barely see. So whilst holding the 34s, my brain decided to make me Try and wipe my eye with the dumbbell. With no, not yeah. the dumbbell. Like with with my arm. Obviously, if you think about where the dumbbell <laughs> is going, and and what is happening, whether I've got thirty four kilos, probably not a normal weight that I'd have against going inside of my like chest and going across mm-hmm. me in an incline. But I'm probably not that strong anyway. And I was pressing that, and yeah, obviously I didn't wipe. So. Task number one was to wipe my eye. Didn't do that. Task number two was not fuck my shoulder up. Oh, I, I fucking did that royally. Um, I cannot lift my arm over my head right now. There. <laughs> because it went like completely over. And then I dropped one dumbbell on my thigh. So I've nicely bruised on one. And then that one over there, whilst I was trying to wipe, 
heard a crunch, oh crack, and then dropped it on the other side of me. Ah. And then I just shouted, fuck, <laughs> as I probably fucked up my AC joint. And yeah, and I, in an overhead reach assessment, I was obviously, I have the luxury of being able to do a kind of a movement assessment on myself. So I, I kind of know where I am and where I'm not and what possibly could be injured. Probably a little bit of an AC inflammation, a little bit of like, yeah, tendon crappy, bicep and tricep, not too fantastic. And probably my anterior delt, not not really thanking me right now. So any kind of lateral raise, I'm kind of down can see me going to there. But just to prove <laughs> that I know a hell of a lot about biomechanics, but my I'm still a moron. <laughs> still an idiot, yeah. I'm just praying to God now that like your family haven't planned some amazing trip where you need your arm over I your head. Know. I was like, I was mortified. And I was like, all I could think about was like, shit, I can't play golf. Uh, I, can't, yeah. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do anything. And I was like, well, I, oh. I fell and off my one wheel not that long ago. My shoulder still Oh, classic. Mate. Yeah, I think I cracked like, I think I, I've done something again, like whether it's something like you said, it's, it's, it, I was fine. Like, I can do like most of these so things. I can't, you know, like I'm, I, this, I'm all right. Our, our standard shoulder impingement clearing test, I'm positive. So I'm not rotator cuff or anything like that. It's I've, more like it feels like I've is... cracked something. It feels like I maybe cracked something and it's just pissed off. So yeah. I have to like use a lighter weight through the full range and it's slowly getting better, but it's yeah, it's I'm, not, it's I'm not just, right. I can't, I've only I can't done press it for like a lot of twenty four hours ago, thirty six hours ago. So yeah. I'm still like I can't like fully press my full weight yet at all. Internally rotation is just like awful. I haven't tried I think horizontally I feel like I'm fine. Just anything vertical, I'm just disgusting. So yeah. Top tip from today: Don't try and wipe your face from sweat whilst yeah, I mean, holding it. I, I probably could have told you that one. I mean, yeah. I didn't know why my brain told me to do it, and I was just like, yeah. and what was even worse, like obviously that was quite kind of a shock to my system of like cranking my shoulder over to one side, it going against whatever was happening, and hearing that kind of horrible, that's yeah, a nasty a like crack, feeling. It? It's that. like a cracky kind of... Uh, and then, obviously, I knew I'd probably done something silly because I went completely clouded in my vision and basically really, really dizzy. Almost like... I passed out before from training on an effort basis and from some physical stuff. But that was... The, it's the same sensation of where I had to sit down mm. in like a W position. And I was like, yeah, this isn't good. Um, I carried on training. Don't get me wrong. Um, <laughs> of course you did. Hardcore, aren't you? I had to finish my session, didn't I? Um, obviously, the endorphins got me through. The injury's not there yet, so I won't be able to finish it now. I think I, should, I could probably still horizontal press, which is quite quite nice. It's just everything up top's really pissed off, which which kind of makes me feel a little bit better. So I don't think mm. it's too bad, but yeah, kind of annoying. But anyway, that's my moronic story. So old age, mate. Brilliant. <laughs> Getting mad, aren't you? <laughs> Why did my brain tell me to do it? I was just like, oh, oh my God. I could have lived with the little bit of sweat in my eye. Definitely. <laughs> could just drop the weight next yeah, to me. Yeah, sweat goes in eyes all the time. You'd probably go a bit all right, mate. <laughs> oh. oh, dear. So that's going to be Never me mind, mate. next couple of weeks. Anyway, uh, any other business? No, 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 no. Not for me. Just don't go wiping sweat off your eye if you've got I mean, 34 kids in your hand. <laughs> thought I was doing well um, yeah nothing from me next time you hear me I will uh, I'll be 30 I have an exciting story to tell about your um, about your trip whatever this whatever your trip was mate I don't know that's the thing I don't know what I'm doing so I haven't known what I'm doing every single evening for the last 
25 days. Ooh. Um, don't like it, dear. He doesn't like it. No, I don't. <laughs> I love it and hate it at the same time. It's a Marmite thing. Oh, Dan's Marmite in Egg. That's a good shout, mate. Oh, you know it. You I think, know I think it. I'm going to have it tomorrow. I think I bought some eggs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be good. It's just nice, isn't it? It's nice to know you've got that option there. I think it's, yeah, it's a good it's option. Good. It's definitely a good option. It did spruce it up I, a little bit because I was like, I don't want bacon. I was like, I, I, there's sometimes yeah. you don't want the calories. You just want to spread it. You see, you the thing about Marmite is it adds flavor. Yeah, it adds flavor, but no calories. That's the thing about Marmite. Yeah. It's so good about it because mm. it's pretty much calorie free. So, mate, I'm just, gonna, just Marmite fingers. The other thing that I was annoyed about though was that I did the poll where like either put it on thick or like sparingly. And most people put it on sparingly, and I was like, nah, I'm not about yeah, that life. Wrong. No, you got it's got to go on. on. Like you have got to have a Commit. good layer of it, otherwise, what's the point? Like, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, I like marmite, and you're not secretly not. I'm yeah, I like on... marmite, and then I just dribble it on. Like, no, uh, oh, I've, I've come with morning. I'm, I'm uh, training an Australian lady at the moment, and we've had the Vegemite marmite conversation. Vegemite's not as good as marmite. Vegemite is disgusting. And yeah. She's, uh, she's still saying that it's good. Obviously, she has yeah. her stashes. I'm like, grow up, grow up, mate. It's not marmite all the way. Come on, marmite all the way. On that note, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> See you later.